This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the 19th episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast. What? If those were years, we'd be able to drink and smoke in Canada 10 years ago, because I think they raised the age on both those. <laughs> Did they? I think so. I, for the longest time, I thought the legal drinking age in Canada was like in the womb. Like you could just like drink at any time. Stick a straw in. <laughs> just just <laughs> keep going through the belly button. <laughs> it does sound like something you might that you could probably get in Amsterdam, right? Yeah. <laughs> if this was my life, I would be driving around the country in a van getting pulled over by cops once a week. Solid. Good times. Living the dream. We are a podcast. You probably know that already since you're listening to us. <laughs> Through your podcast app. <laughs> Hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-enraptured Louis Fox. Heck yeah! I'm halfway. I keep getting raptured and they send me back. <laughs> well, uh, so the rapture was like the one dude who like was like, we're all gonna die on what was it, like May 22nd and in like 2013 or no, something. Yeah, it was a long time then ago. Then he, like, he was like, no, 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 no. I, I did the math wrong. I got it wrong. I forgot to carry the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's r- later. Rounded up instead of rounded down. We're going to die when the Jehovah's Witnesses die. <laughs> well, so when that date happened, I was working at a place in Medford, Oregon mm. called Chadwick's Comedy Club. It's a good room. I like that place. And I think the, the, the rapture is supposed to happen at like 10, 22 p.m. And my, I think the show started at 10. You're like mid-set? Yeah, and I'm like, uh, this is where I want to be. Did you have that thought while you're doing doing your set? You're like, is this where I want to die? Yes. Medford, Oregon? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. It might be. But uh, then I'm looking around the room. I'm like, no one in this room is getting raptured. (laughs) (laughs) They're not getting taken down by an almighty force. No, no. No, the rapture is where all the good Christians get sent to heaven and then we got to duke it out down here oh gotcha yeah. yeah no you don't want to be in medford no i mean i guess if there's some apocalypse stuff they got guns and yeah. horses yeah i mean you're gonna have a purdy mouth to a lot of them for sure <laughs> like you're gonna have to do some work to get protected <laughs> So we're a podcast that shares weird yet interesting news stories to make your life more atypical. Yes, just like my blood type, atypical. Yeah. When they they take your blood, it comes out a little funny looking. Yeah. Like, that doesn't look right. What's your blood type? Atypical? Atypical, maybe? Like, we can't use that at all. There's got to be a rapper named Atypical. I hope so. Yeah. I would go to see Atypical live. Yeah. And, you know, opening act, asymmetrical. You know, I saw a video that you had, you posted of uh, you were roping a goat. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that's not just me in my hotel room. <laughs> is that how you're getting protection in Medford is roping goats? Roping goats. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went. I drove to a fair to see my buddy Terry Godfrey uh, perform. Uh-huh. And there was a kid that came up and he's like, hey, for $2, you can rope a goat. Yeah. Uh, Who would say no to that? Not me. Besides anyone that loves animals. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> anyone that has a conscience. <laughs> the goat was having a good time. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm so into getting roped. He he wrote me later. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. So for two bucks, you get you charge him three dollars though. <laughs> yeah, I make <laughs> he made a dollar off of this goat roping. He kind of showed me how to twirl it and throw it. The goat the, or the no, kid? The did. kid did. I love how a kid is teaching you this. This kid was like nine. Wow, he was like little. What a side hustle this kid has. Yeah. So then I threw it out. It took me. You get five tries for two bucks. On my fifth try, I hit it. So you you're sort of lassoing. Yeah. The goat the goat is just running around the. Pan they have like or? a. They have a shoot. 
Uh-huh. So the, there's like a pen and like a door. Uh-huh. And when the door opens, the goat's supposed to run. If I was the goat, I'd just stay in the pen. That's what they all did. <laughs> they just hung out there <laughs> like, I'm like, not going like, out there. Push it. And once it kind of got its head out the gate, it ran. Uh-huh. Like they knew what they're supposed to do and there's a treat at the other end. Or... And so every time you missed it, was the, the goat like, ha ha. Yeah, the goat like gave me two fin- middle <laughs> fingers. Like, ha ha. He's <laughs> giving me the, the hoof, hoof. The middle hoof. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, so they corralled it back and brought it back every no, time? No, there were like 30 goats. Oh, so you were just surrounded by goats? Yeah. Well, no, so they'd cross, and then they had like another pen with like treats or something. I would love to see the goats heckling the other goats. Like, Jimmy's the one that always gets roped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I caught the one goat, they were like, boo. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> okay, so it was worth the $2? Oh, it was the best $2 I've spent in my life. Wow. Goat roping. Yeah. Go on a rope. That is, I feel like that should be something. Like, that should be a ween song. It should be a ween song. Is it? it probably is. <laughs> is so, I heard you were in Fresno. I was in Fresno. And <clears throat> Fresno has been my home for two weeks for years until this year. There is not a lot to do in Fresno, especially on the sort of weird and unusual scale of our our interests. You know, because when we travel, we like to go to weird and unusual things or see things that are a little bit odd. And Fresno's just strange. It's, well, it's, it's strange in the fact that it doesn't have anything odd it's just like this sort of random city that has nothing of interest there but the one cool thing that i did find in fresno was this underground essentially this guy in the early 1900s bought this lot and he was going to be a lemon farmer but there was no soil uh-huh. and he he realized so that's that a solid plan after he bought it well i mean apparently you're supposed to dig down but then he hit all this rock when he dug uh-huh. down and he realized, oh, shit, I can't be a farmer in this soil. And so what he decided to do is just essentially build an underground living space, bunker, event space. He built a resort underground. And he finally, he dug so deep, he found soil that was usable. And so he farmed underground. And these trees come from 20 feet under and they go all the way up. Yeah. And he farmed that way. And it is was the most fascinating thing. It was 10 acres of this sort of excavated looked like it was just like an underground bomb shelter but he you know had a pool he had like a little spring he had a well down there he had living it was you've been there right? i've been it was like eight years ago i went there it was inspiring man i yeah. was like i, I want to do something like that you're kind of doing that with your shanty that's gonna be- i know i should do that out here i should uh i well, you know what we should do is i have a friend when i was a teenager he built an underground room while his mom was away on vacation <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I was. In- <laughs> That's something every kid wants to do. Yeah, he did it, dude. And what- well, why would his mom? How old was he? Like nine years old, and his mom left him at home. So yeah. So he was grew up in Alaska, and um, so his mom would go back to Alaska every summer for two weeks, and so she would leave him alone when he was like thirteen to seventeen. Wow. For like two weeks, and so uh, he. I was in a band with him. We were in a band together, and he was the guitar player. And he, this kid, is one of the smartest guys ever. And so what he did. What was the name of your hit song? Go to rope <laughs> go on a rope I, I actually have some of the music if you want to hear it we, <laughs> we, should, we, should, we had a demo we had a demo we tape should, we should buy some cassette tapes and they give that a surprise for the meme contest yeah interstate hikers was the name of our band <laughs> and the way you got to the your gig <laughs> that's true this is how it worked he made up these little slips that said if you give me this slip on august 22nd of the next following year 
I will triple the amount of money that you give me. So he just collected money from high school kids. Wow. They gave him like three bucks. It's like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, three bucks, and he gave him the slip of paper. And so he got like all this money from these people. And so he bought all this wood. He dug out a, like this huge space. I like, like how you're selling stock in this. I know, like, dude. He's, is... He dug out this 10 by 10 space. This is all while his mom was gone. And he didn't have anywhere to put the dirt. So he put the dirt in between the fence. <laughs> And he built an underground room. Like it had a couch in there. It had a window. Yeah, to, to, to so you could see, to see the ants and the worms and shit. And uh, his mom came home and he like covered it up. It had a roof and everything. He ran power out there. There was a TV down there. What? His mom came home, didn't really know. But then there was, she was like, what's the deal with this big pile of dirt? He's made up some story. And then finally it flooded and she figured out uh, what the hell it was. Wrote classic a, bomb shelter mistake. Lack of <laughs> it's drainage. True. It's true. And I wrote a little blog about it but we should we should get him on i'll get him on yeah. sometime he's pretty interesting we have him play guitar too he actually did this his name's john baker he did uh what he called the bathroom tour where he wouldn't play clubs he played clubs bathrooms oh really yeah so you would have 10 people or 20 people would just cram into this bathroom and he would be playing in there it's like super fucking weird but... there's one dude taking a dump next to him <laughs> that was his bass player <laughs> <laughs> drummers just... <laughs> I love it I, we'll try, I'll, see, I'll reach out to him and see if we can get it on get it on get, we'll see if we can get you him do on what, you do what you do in your own time <laughs> see if we can get him on you want to get to the stories let's do it alright Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from iradio.ie. It's funny. It's like how far down the list did iradio.com.net.org. Dot IE. Dot IE. They're in this. Like how far down does it go? Dot Z, 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 Z. Yeah. So story goes, clever 3D optical illusion t-shirt makes your boobs look bigger. Finally, just what I need. Yeah, you do need that. <laughs> You're like, you should get one of those. I know. I know. My boobs are not proportional with my belly. Yeah. I just need underwear that makes my junk look more proportional. <laughs> you need a slimming underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese brand Ecod Works created the top and it's selling fast. Padded and push up bras may be a thing of the past, thanks to a clever new t shirt from Japanese brand Eco D. Eco D? You get it? You get it? Because it's a D cup. Oh, I get it. I thought it was like a rapper. Eco D. Yeah, he's super environmentally friendly. <laughs> His raps are all about the forest, all about recycling, all about conservation. <laughs> I would hang out with that guy. I absolutely would. You know that's a white guy with dreadlocks. Though. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. You know if they make these into shorts, Sir Mix-a-Lot would write a new song about them. Oh, yeah? What would it be called? Um, I like optical illusion butts. <laughs> I like disappointment when the pants come off. <laughs> Women who desire the look of a bigger chest now have the least uncomfortable way to achieve the look yet, and it's all thanks to an optical illusion. The front of the t-shirt features a specifically designed black and white grid with areas of shading, which makes the wearer look like they have a very large chest. Okay, so I saw this shirt 
not on a human, just sitting flat. Mm-hmm. In a picture of it, though. Yeah. It basically, it just has shade lines under where your boobs would be, and it's shaded bigger to make it the illusion. The, the yeah, grids mean nothing. Yeah, but it is an optical illusion. They essentially, have, they have a picture of the front of the woman, and it's she it looks like she has a big chest, and then uh, they put a side, and it looks like she has a small chest. But who knows if that's like one of those before and after photos, like, you know. She's also, like, she's wearing the shirt, but she also got a boob job an hour ago. Yeah, right? But you always like, you know, on the TV when they're like, look at this person three months ago. It's like, yeah, that's, I don't think that's the same person. Yeah. You just got someone who looks like that person or like you Photoshop a whole ton. It's like you said someone airbrush shading under your boobs. Yeah. This one, maybe not so much Photoshop because there's like some Japanese fish cutouts behind them. You think they would have Photoshopped <laughs> those out before they. <laughs> that's how they get you. That's They're like the details that make it work. But those fish, giant boobs. Yeah. It's available in white and pink and costs 31 euro. You know, I'm going to do I'm just gonna get one of those big iPads and put it in front of me and just have porn playing and that'll be the same thing. <laughs> 31 euro for this. The online description That's I could copy that off of the pictures I'm looking at right now. Do it through Cafe Press. Have it for $18. I don't know, man. It look, I mean, it looks like it, there is something to the actual design. I think you're working too hard on it. And this. we'll post a picture of this. So on We're gonna we'll order one and Matt will wear it. <laughs> I'll wear it. I don't care. It I'll looks kind of cool. You know, what's funny is uh, I have two brothers and one of them was, both of them were swimmers and one of them had a lot. Well, of- you, <laughs> they, we're all swimmers when we come out of our dad. <laughs> this is true. At one point we were all swimmers. So one of them had a, too much estrogen uh, pumping through him and he developed like, you know, sort of breasts. Was this like a failed attempt at like steroiding him up? Here's yeah. what we're going to do. <clears throat> Testosterone. They check for that. Estrogen. Yeah, totally. We're going to pump you full of estrogen. I mean, it's swimming. I mean, so. <laughs> uh, but, you know, because he was a high schooler and because he had his shirt off all the time, it, he, it was a little bit embarrassing. And so he had my he had surgery. He had breast reduction yeah, surgery? Yeah, my brother had breast reduction surgery when I was a teenager. I just remembered this recently. Like my whole life, I think I had blocked it out yeah. somehow. And, you were like, uh, that was just the mushrooms. Yeah, no, maybe that's why I did so many drugs as a teenager <laughs> to suppress this memory. But, uh, yeah, and I should probably, I should message him and see how he's doing with all that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 30 years later, how are you, how are you holding on? <laughs> that's, that's but, he could have just got this. Oh, but it makes it look bigger, though. They huh? got. They should make a reverse one. They could make, yeah. It's like shaded up top or something. Totally. It makes it look like it's less. Yeah, but you know, the shirt, I guess, if you're like over 30, it doesn't just enhance the boob, it enhances the sag. If I could get a shirt that makes me not have bags under my eyes, that'd be, that'd be really nice. <laughs> If I, could, if I could have a shirt that makes me not look hungover, yeah. that'd be sweet. Or a shirt that doesn't creep out 20-year-old girls <laughs> when I'm around. I don't think it's the shirt. Okay. Oh, gotcha. All right. It's available in white and pink and costs 31 euro from the online retailer. The online description states, this t-shirt brings to life the world of musu equals delusion that people secretly envision. With a unique- What? I think they're saying it's- an illusion, but they think that maybe the the English translation might be a little bit weird because it says delusion yeah. instead of illusion. Uh, with a unique Musu mapping technology, EcoD works effectively, expresses the volume of your breasts by the distorted grid pattern in the front. Volume of your breasts. Yeah. Yeah. I would turn that up to 10. Yeah, I think I, w- I would dial that all the way up to double D. How <laughs> 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 is the volume on your breasts I love, go? I love how they make it sound like it's a science, right? Our unique mapping technology He's like, okay, what'd you go to school for? I wanted to make breasts look bigger. Yeah, but I didn't have the commitment to be a doctor. (laughs) 
what's your, what's your thesis on making boobs bigger <laughs> without surgery? It helps everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the concept of this breast boost printed T-shirt. Wearing it, you will surely attract a great deal of public attention. That's kind of a gross sentence. That's kind of, but then, okay, let's say you meet the girl and you go on a date. And she's wearing the shirt. Yeah. But the second she turns a little bit to the side, the illusion's ruined. She would have to, like, just face you the whole time. Like, you're walking through the park, and she's just facing you walking backwards. Yeah, or think about the second and third date. You're like, oh, you're wearing that shirt again. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same shirt, but pink. (laughs) How many of these shirts do you own? You've worn the same shirt five dates. What's going on here? No, it was my my brother's thesis project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like this band. (laughs) There's a mariachi band if you look close enough. Yeah. <laughs> if you uncross your eyes, you see a, you see a shark. <laughs> I don't like the sentence, wearing it, you will surely attract a great deal of public attention. I was sort of like, I was hoping maybe it might be sort of, a, you know, a boost to women who have flatter chests and maybe they want to feel like they have more something up top. Yeah, well, I think it's a fun novelty. As opposed to, totally, as opposed to like, it's gonna, you're going to get all this attention. That's just gross. I mean, I wear glasses to make me look smart. Same thing as this shirt. <laughs> It's all false advertising. <laughs> so how do we feel about this shirt? Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I feel like it's overpriced at 31 euros. Okay. You make it a more reasonable. What happens if you're a woman who is maybe flat chested and has always wanted to have big boobs, but you don't want to get a boob job? I mean, 31 euro, I feel like is a nice sort of like, let's try this out. Yeah, but so is tissue in the bra. Yeah, that's a good point. I think if I was with a girl and she was wearing this shirt, I'm like, oh, she's got giant jugs and they shook off the shirt and she was smaller. I would be a lot more disappointed than if like tissue came out no see i think that's at the point of which the shirt comes off you're just so excited that you got to that point (laughs) (laughs) i think the last i don't think you're like you know what i feel like i had some false advertising here you don't think either way is uh yeah i don't think you're like but then she puts the the shirt on the chair before you know and you're like that chair was like look at the jugs on that that chair stacked i would put them on half gallon things of milk to make them look like a full gallon i think this is a good thing i i like this and i think that it should be available for people who that want to just maybe try it out and see, you know, what it's like. Yeah. I think this should be, you know, like a driver's permit for women who want to get breast oh, surgery. Oh, to see what the attention is like. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Instead of, uh, you know, they go to get their consultation on getting uh, a boob job or breast implantation, like they give them this to try out for a week and then they get to sort of feel out what it's like, what the sort of response is. And then maybe they, you know, so they don't go and be like, oh, I got this surgery and I don't like the attention that I've been getting. I don't know if this is still true, but they used to always tell us when we were younger that if you get a sex change you have to live as the opposite sex for a year uh-huh i don't know if that's still true that was urban myth i don't know yeah i would sex. imagine a year would be i mean i don't know that but i think like you know well, three months from now you're like ah, i want to go back i'm not feeling it you know yeah well i think it was just to make sure you're committed to it yeah so this shirt for a year you have to wear the same shirt for a year before <laughs> you can get a boob job i think is, is is where they're angling for yeah i like it i think it's good and uh, of course this comes from japan of all places <laughs> Shocker. does not surprise me at all all right i like it yeah It's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule 
with Dr. Henry. If you die in Amsterdam with no next of kin and no friends or family to prepare a funeral or mourn over the body, a poet will write a poem for you and recite it at your funeral. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Weird News Story Part 2. All right, this story comes from Colombian.com. Oh yeah, that's a news source more reliable than 7-Eleven Sushi. Ooh, that's a good one. I like 7-Eleven sushi. Yeah. I was in Hawaii and they had this in 7-Eleven they had the spam sushi. Oh, did you try it? Yeah, it was so gross. I bet it was. <laughs> it was so gross. It's like the spam didn't go bad, but everything else went bad three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how does rice go bad before the spam? The title is Man Accused of Break-In at Hazel Dell Escape Room Business. All right. All right. The story goes, a man called 911 to report his own alleged break-in. I like that his name is 911. A man called 911. Oh, yeah. That's it's not the best writing, all right? A man called 911 to report his own alleged break-in at a Hazel Dell Escape Room business early Sunday morning. What do you try and steal at a break at an escape room? Like, I want secrets. I know. It's like, an escape room challenges players to solve a series of riddles or puzzles in a set amount of time to escape the room. Tamara Bertrand, the owner of Northwest Escape Experience, said she got a call from the Clark County Sheriff's Office about 5 a.m. Sunday. A deputy told her someone broke into the business located in a strip mall at... 1503 Northeast 78th Street, Suite 7, in case you want to break in. Or try and break out. It's a two-way street. <laughs> they put the address in specifically. Maybe the guy had dyslexia. He's like, oh, I thought you were supposed to break in. Like, this article is sponsored by the escape room. <laughs> Bertrand said deputies told her the man first tried to break in through the business's back door. When that didn't work, he got inside the office park's electrical service closet where he found a key to the empty suite next door to Northwest Escape Experience. Why would you leave the... It's the that's the business park version of leaving like the key under the mat. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's in the box. Here's the keys to all the businesses. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the sort of thing is where it's like if someone found the hide a key, it's, it's kind of on you whoever hid the key. Yeah, totally. Just like your house when you used to like keep the key. I don't know if I should say where. I'd always get on you until I finally bought you a lock. Yeah, this has changed. This changed a lot. My house is no longer getting broken into on a weekly basis. So thank you. It's not like broken into if they use your key. I know. It's like some. They just. And I don't have shit at my house except they break in and then they'll drop a load in the, in the toilet. <laughs> they, luckily on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go I go to like house it your place and I go poop on the floor. <laughs> oh yeah. That was you. I thought that was a dog. Your diarrhea has a lot of kibbles in it. it I also hate the dog food. <laughs> Bertrand said the man opened a shared door between the two spaces, tipping over storage lockers in her business. Judging by the office's phone history, the intruder called 911 four times, she said. Wow, that guy's really... <laughs> he panicked. He's in his escape room. He's freaking out, yeah. man. <laughs> He's like, is 911 the answer to get out in this escape room? 911 is always the key, key to get out of an escape room. Responding deputies found and arrested Rye Wardlaw, 40, on suspicion of three counts of second Dude's degree name is Rye? Rye Wardlaw. That sounds like a the southern guy that's been in jail his whole life. Rye? Yeah. Dude, uh, I had a buddy named Rye in uh, middle school. Really? Yeah. Was he in jail? Um, no, he was like, uh, he was... This, he's, he's now the comptroller. Well, it's funny. His name was Yuri. So his first name was Yuri. His middle name was Rye. And his last name was Robinson. But as a kid, he got made fun of. His name Yuri got made yeah. fun of. What? He, yeah, he had blonde hair, urine, whatever. So he changed his name he from, from Yuri to Rye. He took his middle name. And then he just left 
the letter Y as his middle. So his name was Ry Y Robinson. He's like my good buddy. Oh, Ry Y. Oh, I that's what I call him. Like, Yo, what's up, Ry Y? He's great. So I and he would uh, be a good hype man for you. <laughs> Ry Y. Well, you know, this story comes from the Northwest, and I'm you know I grew up in the Northwest, so maybe uh, maybe Ry is much more common name than I know of. Yeah, could could be Ry Y. So Ry Wardlaw, forty, on suspicion of three counts of second degree burglary, and and we should give him another count for being a, just a dumbass. Yeah. According to a probable cause affidavit filed in Clark County Superior Court, deputies were dispatched to the strip mall after someone called from inside Northwest Escape Experience, claiming he ran to the business because his home was being burglarized. Help! I'm stuck in the can't escape room. <laughs> <laughs> the address he provided. Have you, have, you, have you ever broken into anywhere? Yes, I have. What have you broken into? I've broken into schools, laundromats. You've I've, broken into school? Yeah, I've broken into people's houses. Yeah, <laughs> I've done. I've done some uh, some some B and E. So why'd you break into the school? To switch to, switch, to, to, to switch classes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like my schedule. I, was I wanted to, to get early to the principal's office. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want math first I, thing in the morning. I'm a go getter. <laughs> I wanted to get detention before everybody else. <laughs> I want to change my grades. So, uh, I broke. I broke in to uh, steal money, and because that's where that's where. Fun fact: There's a ton of money at schools. Ask any teacher complaining uh, yeah. about their salary. Uh, well, when you're a kid, you know, lunch money. They keep all the lunch uh, money in those envelopes. Yeah. Like we jacked all of that stuff, man. Okay. Yeah, beakers. I had, I had tons of beakers <laughs> for my for my Breaking Bad street, meth lab. Street value for beakers is high when you're a teenager, man. I was the beaker. Dude, you're doing some underground. Dude, guess, hey, 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 yo, you want to do some underground uh, illegal science experiments? You get like six bucks for a beaker at like a pawn shop, man. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was flipping beakers left and right, man. <laughs> <were> rolling beakers. <laughs> Yeah, my, my I should, we should get my brother on the the podcast because uh, he tells us this story that um, he came out he came home from work early one day and <laughs> just you had a room full of beakers no no, no. on the floor making so beaker my, angels my, my brother comes home from work early and someone's walking out with his stereo that I had just <laughs> sold him. <laughs> Uh, what you doing with that? With my stereo? It's mine now. <laughs> exactly. I, I, let, have, I let them figure it out. I have a receipt. Where's your receipt? <laughs> Yo, it's all good. We paid with PayPal. <laughs> Shit is insured. So this guy broke in and uh, got locked in, and he called 911. So the address he provided for the home did not exist, deputies said, so he's smart enough to throw off, try and throw him off the scent with his actual address. Yeah. <laughs> when deputies arrived at the strip mall, they discovered that front door of Northwest Escape Room was unlocked. Then they heard him. <laughs> Locked in an unlocked room. <laughs> uh, did you try the door? <laughs> Deputies found the back door handle to the business broken and later discovered the electrical room had been broken into as well, the affidavit, affidavit states. One deputy drove around to the other side of the building, according to court records, where he found Wardlaw walking away. When the deputy contacted him, Wardlaw dropped his cell phone. He stated it was his, denied being near or behind the building, then was detained. So he got out? Yeah. When the cops got there? He Lucky timing, I guess. Wardlaw subsequently told deputies he's, he opened a lockbox that held keys to the building and used one to enter the electrical room. He said he was trying to check whether the gas was working according to do- court documents. <laughs> I'm just doing random checks around random town at 3 a.m. You know, I'm an am- amateur. Uh... Just normal dude shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just seeing it. I just bought this carbon monoxide uh, detector, and I was curious if it worked. I'm just trying to get some extra hours on my contracting license. <laughs> Wardlaw told deputies he punched through a wall in the service closet to the escape room business bathroom, then found the front door to a nearby physical therapy business was unlocked. He said he went inside that business bathroom to eat a burrito, according to court records. <laughs> Wait, he carries a burrito with him? This guy knows how to plan. Who's, who does B&E and then just has dinner? That's the one thing people forget when they're committing crimes in general. Mexican food. Yeah, it's true. Like, I, I wish more criminals traveled with food. Like, wait, 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 wait. He was checking for gas, then he ate a burrito? <laughs> if anything, he's guilty of promoting Mexican food stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Wardlaw said he then walked over to a Northwest Escape exper- Experience and entered through an unlocked front door. There he found the phone that he later dropped while fleeing, he said, and took its storage card, the affidavit states. I- I'm so confused on this guy. He's, got, he's working on a lot of levels. He's like, I'm going to take, take your, 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 your SD card with all your music on it, but leave the phone, the thing that's worth anything. Yeah, so he broke into this place. He couldn't get out. He called 911. One, the ate a burrito. Then he ate a burrito. He was like, "I've got my burrito for." He's like, "I." He, the last five times I broke into places, I couldn't get out. I was so hungry. Yeah, he was like, like I'm "Never gonna what? let that happen again." Escape room has rules: no shirt, no food. <laughs> Fuck this place. I'm going to show them who's... The last time I came in here, they said, no burrito. I'm going to show them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he calls 911. Cops show up. He then breaks out. Walks away with the phone, the lone phone that he stole from inside the northwest, the escape room, and the cops apprehended him. And then he just claimed he was checking the gas. Yeah, That's so weird. I would have slept it off. I would have, when they showed up, I would have been like, "Dude, I totally, I'm a time traveler." I would, yeah, I would have said, "I'm a time traveler," and this place in the future is our um, future. You know neon fight club ring. Yeah, like the first thing he should have said when the cops said, what year is it? That's the move. Yeah. Oh, where am I? That's what I do when I get pulled over for speeding. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) Uh, I just came from the future. I landed in this car. I have no idea. We don't use your miles anymore. (laughs) That's so barbaric. Fossil fuel. That's so United States. Are we sitting there? Is this 2018 United States? <laughs> so Poland, Shit's about to go down. <laughs> According to court records, Warlaw said he's homeless and had no place to be. He also said he broke the back. Well, isn't that kind of what homeless is? You're like, I'm homeless. I, I got nowhere to go. Yeah, right? Like, what I'm a homeless. I'm a very busy homeless man. I got yeah. appointments. <laughs> I got meetings. <laughs> we always meet at other people's houses, though. Yeah. Uh, he also said he broke the back door handle by accident and called 911 to report himself, but left when he got scared. Uh, Bartrand said the damage was fairly minor and they were back in business in time for a full day Sunday. We now have a 0% escape rate with criminals, she said jokingly. <laughs> that would be my, my uh, one that like escape room of Alcatraz of escape room. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Like, one guy got out. He got eaten by a shark. We are so good. We can keep criminals inside of our, like the city is using us to detain. I'd start designing jails. Yeah. Drunk tanks. They should do drunk tanks. Yeah. That would be amazing. Like you get arrested for being drunk. That should be one of the tanks. You have to get out of this escape room. You get, you get pulled over, and the back of the cop car is an escape room. That's the new sobriety test. He's got a pop-up tent he's setting up on the side of the road. you got to start doing puzzles. Uh, they might give you time to sober up. That'd be nice. 
All right, so uh, Wardlaw's bail was set at $40,000, and his next court date was scheduled for July 20th. So I kind of feel bad. This guy was sounds like he's maybe having a town on his luck. and He's having a on his luck. You know? Breaking Maybe he saw the burrito inside and oh, he, he was like, I got it. I'm so hungry, man. Yeah. He's like, and it's going to go bad. You know, we have a buddy who has an escape room, a mobile escape room that we should call up and see uh, what his take on this whole thing is. All right. Let's call him right now. Yeah. This is our good buddy, Kai Dobson. Well, hello, Mr. Fox. How's it going? Good. What's going on? So I've got Matt uh, here. We're doing our podcast. We just did a story about an escape room. We might have a couple questions for you. Okay. Hopefully, I have some answers. <laughs> real, so real quick, do you want to give a quick plug for your your business? Do you have a website or something? Oh yeah, it's NorthwestEscapeOnWheels.com, and that's N W <laughs> Escape on Wheels. All right, Kai, you're not going to believe. You're not going to believe. Go with N W A, but ah, nice. Uh, so this is funny because um, this story pertains to something similar to what you just plugged. It's the N W Escape Experience in I, Vancouver. I area. believe it's in the Vancouver area. A man, oh. a man broke in to the escape room at night and he couldn't get out and had to call 911 to get him out i saw that story yeah yeah so what do you think like do you think it's like he you know he's just down on his luck or you think that the escape room is so good and so hard that a homeless man can't get out well i think you know i think dyslexia is is, is really gone unaddressed in our country okay. so i think he might have gotten confused on how the escape room works <laughs> uh, yeah i think that's what it was okay. so so how, i've never been to an escape room how does it work? So if I go into an escape room, like I walk into a room, and then there's just puzzles I have to do to get out, or is it like? Uh, well, yeah, for, for, for you, Lou. Or is it like Shawshank? Do I need to? Do I need to like? It'd be a lot of, it'd be a lot of, you know, shoots and ladders and those kind of, you know, advocates type <laughs> Could connect for. You, know, you have to get a Yahtzee to get out. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Okay. But, uh, yeah, mostly um, as all awesome things. Uh, yeah, they originally came from Japan as uh, the land of all awesomeness and it's slowly been starting to move out west so the midwest has kind of seems to be like the central hub st louis area really it's really uh gotten gotten on to this whole escape uh escape room thing and they're very very addictive because they use you know critical thinking communication teamwork so you know Do, really are there are there any that like you married people in there oh nice uh, oh yeah <laughs> if you guys can get out of this in one piece you're good to go for marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah no guarantees but yeah i'm sure i'm sure it does more help than hindrance hopefully but you should but you yeah, should have you should themes and difficulty levels all sorts of stuff you should have the uh the uh premarital council counseling version of the escape room <laughs> I'm trying to keep religion and politics out. <laughs> Do you have, is there any escape rooms that you know of that uh, require like physical tests of like endurance? Is like brute force escape room. Who tells you did? It's like a fight club escape room. Like, like 10 go in, only one can come out. Thunderdome. <laughs> What about like eating weird foods? Like you have to eat this bull testicle to get out, or like this. You Dude, know. I paid to eat a bull testicle. Yeah, well, so. that's you know what you do in your own time. Is. Well, how, how do you think Baker became a vegan? <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once, man. Fool me once. So is there anything like that where they have to eat weird foods, like a fear factor type thing? or? Uh, 
You know what? To be honest, the crazy thing is I've only done four escape rooms before I have uh, decided to, to try to build my own and uh, share it with everybody. So I don't know how crazy these challenges are. But then again, you got to think that, you know, it's for a wide age range, adults, families, so it has to be kind of so do you, vanilla. Do you just have like a dial on the wall that's set like kids, clunk? Yeah. Adults. Yeah. Drunk people. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> now, now, do you have drunk people show up? Like, hey, it's my bachelor party. Let's see if we can escape the room. Uh, yeah, there is a lot of that. You know, you try to discourage that if you can, just because, you know, you want to make sure that your equipment is okay and you can yeah. continue to play on. Yeah. It's, but is it sort of like, like a tattoo parlor? We're like, no drunks. Okay, I'll totally tattoo you. <laughs> Dude, well, I don't know if I'm gonna have to have people have an adult from their or a note from their mom. Yeah, we'll see. Dude, I think the last escape should you have to get a tattoo (laughs) to get out. One of you has to get a tattoo. (laughs) You have to get my website. (laughs) I did only solely market it in Portland, Vancouver. Maybe South Seattle. So, yeah, I alienate a lot of my audience. <laughs> like Detroit. <laughs> exactly. Did, now, if, if someone were to break into your escape room and not be able to get out and have to call the police, would you press charges or would you be like, that's just great advertising? You know what? I'd probably have to, yeah, think and look and look at the damages and see what, what apples to apples, but yeah, just. There's no publicity like this, uh, bad publicity, right? Or there's <laughs> no. what do they say? There's no, uh, there's no bad publicity. That yeah, I think that's there what. You it go. Is. Yeah, I would take his picture and put him up on the wall of fame. Like this is the guy who couldn't get out. Wall of shame, right? Yeah, like I, you I can't have, get out. I would have the police hold up the little sign like I couldn't get out. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, that would be fantastic. See, you're, you need to go into marketing. Well, we're here in case you want, when you branch out to more escape room ideas, we're here to help you out yeah. with all the ideas. You know, like they say, you know, sometimes you go to college not to find out what you want to do, but what you don't want to do. So that would be a really good business. So whatever direction you guys steer me. Yeah. <laughs> we're your magic eight ball of life. <laughs> I love it, Kai. Tell us your website one more time. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Northwest Escape on Wheels. That's N-W, Escape on Wheels. And if you're fancy, you can uh, pronounce it Escape. I don't mind. <laughs> I, I like get that. it all. Yeah. But on Facebook <laughs> and, and Instagram, check it. Exactly. And I uh, uh, just set up some uh, online uh, booking payment through PayPal, and there's a little fun, uh, entertaining product, whether or not you book or cancel. Just for oh, a quick sweet. little giggle. That's pretty fun. Sweet. Awesome. I'll check that out, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll book a room and then cancel. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You'll see once you get there. You'll figure it out. You can't not. You can't, you can't, you can't cancel. You have to do all these things to, not, to cancel. You can't do it. It's my escape cancel room. <laughs> That's how we get his bookings. It's my refund escape room. Hey, good theater and good art starts as soon as you walk through the door. That's nice. Right. All right, buddy. Cool. Well, have fun. Yeah. Thanks so much. <laughs> canceling the Kai escape room is like canceling your movie pass. <laughs> it can't be done. <laughs> All right. Ironically, I think my, my stock is worth about the same. <laughs>
<laughs> you guys have a good night. All, All right, right, bye. Talk to you soon. Uh, so that was Kai Dobson. That was pretty pretty interesting, man. Yeah. I like that stuff. I think we need to do an escape room. We should do an escape room. I, and uh, so that yeah, that's pretty crazy. I, that's a wild story. So I've never done an escape room. So we should do it, man. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to see that. We should try and escape and then break back in. Yeah, yeah. See how easy it is. Or we just do the do like this guy and break in and then escape. Or a lot of people don't know this. It's uh, apparently by this guy. It's easy to break into an escape room when you have the keys. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew how many businesses leave their front doors open? Too. I'm going to check electrical boxes from now on. <laughs> Moral of the story is it's easy to break into business. Yeah, I like that. All right. I like this story. All right, thanks to Kai. That's it for today, Oddballs. Of course, for more information and links to the news stories we talked about today, go to the website. Oddandoffbeat.com. You know it. Hasn't changed since the beginning. No, because <laughs> we don't have an extra $9 to change it. <laughs> if you haven't heard yet, and if you have not listened all the way through to these podcasts, we do a weekly meme contest. We post a very silly photo, and we ask people to leave funny comments and captions. And the best caption we make a meme of and we send you your very own prize. Yeah, you get some something in the mail. It may be a sticker. It may be uh, something from Matt Shanty. Yeah, we had an odd and offbeat Pez dispenser. We got a super cool prize that we're sort of sitting on. We're incubating it. Yeah, we, like we haven't chicken. decided on when we're going to give it or who we're going to give it to, but we do have it. And you can also get your own merch. In case you don't have a funny comment, you can get your own odd and offbeat merch. That helps us out. We get a little kickback on that. Yeah. And uh, it is specific to our podcast but it's not like you know you're promoting our podcast one of the shirts says i am odd and offbeat and a super awesome shirt super yep. stylish yeah i get compliments on it on the two times that i wore it all the ladies at the club love it yeah they make my boobs look bigger <laughs> It looks good. It looks good. It's very slimming. Uh, but you can check <laughs> that classy. out. That's on our website also. Um, if you want to just contact us directly, you can do it through any of the social sites that we're on. Yep. Is, what, what are we on? We're on the Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Telegraph. Uh. Yeah. Our username is Odd and Offbeat. Yep. And now that we post funny photos and we post the memes all on there. And Do uh, we still say usernames? Don't you say like handle? Yeah, like, I guess it's a handle, right? Yeah, it was something we borrowed from CB culture. What's CB culture? Like the, the breaker breaker. Oh, That's yeah, your yeah, handle. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name? My name's Shizakoff. Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you go on Russian highways a lot? <laughs> I think it was German, but uh, Shizakov. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's Russian, like Barishnikov. No, it's German. Shizakov. Shizakov. Oh, Shiza, like shitkov. <laughs> yeah, in the head. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, gotcha. So you can do that. You can reach out through us there, or you can send us an email with uh, your news story. We want to hear from people. Yeah, we've gotten a bunch of great news stories. Yeah, we're sort of backlogged on stories, but send us it, and if it's a good one, we'll bump it to the top. We'll and front we'll log it. Yeah, we'll front log it. <laughs> I hope I never, ever say that word again in my entire life. You can reach out info at oddandoffbeat.com. Where can the people see you? Louis Fox. The Louis uh, Fox Show. And it is a good show, folks. I have a bye week this week, I think. Uh, Ooh, that's where you get to experiment with someone other than your wife. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh no. Wait. 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 Um. I don't have a bye week. I will be at the hometown hoedown in downtown Wenatchee. Ooh. Very fun. Is on that the, on what, Saturday the thirtieth? Was that as good as the title might imply? Even better. They have um like elbow the clown. He breathes fire. Ooh. Yeah. A clown breathing fire. Yeah. That sounds cool. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. It is pretty sweet. Uh, they have a drone flying around. <laughs> Breathing fire. <laughs> Breathing fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on September 30th in Wenatchee. Go out to the Apple Capital of the World. Uh, so it's pretty sweet. Where are you going to be? Well, uh, you can see me being awkward with my parents out in public because <laughs> they're coming for a visit. <laughs> Not, I think my mom's in town the same week, too. Okay. Well, we should get them on. We have a parent episode? Yeah, we should. We'll have a parent episode. But my, my parents are like, it's every time I go out in public with them, it's like an ordeal. It's ah, just I like, like it. constant embarrassment. <laughs> At all times. Well, we stayed at, I stayed at your folks' house one time. Yeah, yeah. They gave me a sandwich. I was happy. Cool. Wait, was I there? I think you were. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're good. They're awesome. My parents, <laughs> I love hanging out with my parents. They're they're fun, but it's just constantly like, you know, just kind of covering your eyes and shaking your head, letting the people that you're talking to know that they're old. Yeah, you're like, they're mildly <laughs> they're, racist. They're, no, my, my parents <laughs> no, are far parents from are. that. Yeah. So you can see me with that, and then I jump on a ship. I head uh, back to Miami and catch the Mariner of the Seas, oh. Royal Caribbean. I'll be out uh, from the first. I, I fly out uh, on the 30th so i'll be out there if you want to go out to nasa can you be a mariner not on the seas the being being a mariner means you're on the seas right yeah well we have a baseball team called the mariners and they're not on the sea oh i stand corrected yeah so what's funny is uh, my so my parents come up every year for a, to go to a mariner game so i'm jumping okay. from a mariner game to a mariner cruise ship oh it's look a mariner at you. week right here that's a lot of mariner action <laughs> one is very disappointing and one is <laughs> pays me money <laughs> you're not gonna say which <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so thanks so much for listening, folks. Um, hope you have a fantastic week. Hope you had a smile and a laugh from this podcast. Tell your friends, if you can, like us on uh, any of the social sites. Like us on iTunes. That helps jump our ratings up and gets us recommended to other people that are just like you. Hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by the International Association of Youth Hypnotists, making people creepier at a young age since 1993.